This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 33-inch. On this episode, we hear all about Ethan's trip to Los Angeles to see the Weird Al art opening and more. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch you don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Hey, this is Adriana Yugovich in Los Angeles, California. I'm at the star-studded opening of the Weird Al Art Show at Gallery 1988 on Melrose Avenue. And oh my gosh, who's that? Is that Ethan Alman? Oh my gosh, oh, it's Ethan Alman! We teased it so much last week. Ethan, tell me, tell me, tell me about that trip you took last week. How did you even know about that, Dave? So, you know, after it was snowing, I went out to get the mail and I was wearing the wrong shoes and I just tripped and it, it hurt. No, no, your trip to Los Angeles. Oh, I was wondering how you knew about that. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, to sum it up in one word, it was pretty stinking majestic. Wow, that's three words, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's hyphens between them. So it's one word. <laughs> all right all right tell me about the trip tell me all about right, the right, trip all right, all right, all right. so dave it was just amazing so i left thursday morning from new york and i had to leave my apartment at 4 30 in the morning eastern standard time and get all the way over to la and i landed just before noon i got my rental car and i drove right to uh jeff's house and he wasn't even there what <laughs> yeah i know so he wasn't there but as luck would have it our good friend and super fan ultimate super collector kenneth was there and we were so excited to go to the star because kenneth had never been to the star oh cool you went to al's star on hollywood boulevard yes it was so amazing so kenneth and i we went and met his daughter who's now living in la and she took us to the star because we don't know where the heck we're going. Uh, <laughs> but we decided, you know, we're not just going to visit the star. We need to do it in style. We got to make sure that star was cleaned. So we went to a dollar store and we go in and it was not a real dollar store because I immediately saw stuff that was like $9.99 and $2.99. <laughs> they were totally lying to us, Dave. But <laughs> we got our supplies and Kenneth had a great idea. He said, we should get mops so we can mop it like Stanley Spadowski. So I said, well, we should one up that and we should get the tape on the mops just like Stanley Spadowski did. <laughs> so we just happened to find red, blue and yellow tape. It was just amazing. So we got all the supplies. We got the cleaning supplies and we painstakingly were finding like gifts and clips of Stanley Spadowski online. And we made two identical mops. They literally look just like the ones from the movie is amazing. So we go over to the star and we recorded a video for Al. Did you see that video? I did see that video. Frank posted it on the at 2000 inch Instagram account. Yes. And it also, I think when it's posted on Instagram goes over to Twitter and Facebook. And anyway, we put it on there and in the video, Kenneth and I, talk about how we wanted to make sure Al Star would shine just in time for his big gallery opening the next night. So we mopped it, we got out the toothbrush and we scrubbed it, and then we got out the polish and we really shined it up. And Dave, it made a huge difference when we were cleaning it. 
it was i mean it's still new it's still you know just about a year old but it was really shiny by the time we got done with it yeah i was going to ask you what does it look like when you got there is it still looking brand new is it i mean it's a year and a half old like you said but i haven't seen it in a year and a half so i only seen pictures of it but you can't really tell from the pictures like exactly how it looks like is it look worn does it look brand new just tell me about it tell me what it looks like yeah, so like walking down the street, you see all the stars and you can kind of tell how old they are based on the color, like the black stone around it starts to kind of turn to a more grayish color. Right. But the more recent stars like Al and a couple other ones in that area are a much brighter black color on the outside and the gold is a little bit shinier. And so you could tell that Al's is still new, but it definitely needed some love. There were like two giant chunks of crud on it, like gum, but it was like black and it was just, it was really nasty. In the video, we're kind of like pretend cleaning, but after the camera went off, I got down on my hands and knees with Kenneth and we were like spraying stuff. We got actual car polish, so it cleaned it, but then also like really gave it a nice shine. And I got down there with... (laughs) The toothbrush, and I actually like used the toothbrush. It took me a few minutes, but I got the gum off, and we shined it up, and it was just like, it looked new, but then it looked brand new by the time we were done with it. It was really remarkable, even compared to the other ones on that street that were around the same age as Alstar. It was just beautiful. So we were really happy that we we were able to do that. And Kenneth was just so excited to actually get to see the star, because he wasn't able to make it to the ceremony last year. And this was his first chance to really do it. So, oh my God, Dave, I wish you were there. It was so much fun. Thank you so much. And thank you, Kenneth, so much for cleaning Al Star. That was really nice. I appreciate that you did that. Yeah, and you know, you really can tell that people are taking care of it too because it certainly looks a lot better than the other stars. Even before we got in and and did our uh, detailing job, it's, you know, there are a group of fans out there who keep it looking nice. And I, I was just really happy to get to do my part too. Yeah, I've seen pictures of, you know, fans on Facebook and so on, just out there, you know, every time they go to it, they clean it up and stuff. And I really do appreciate that. And I'm sure Al appreciates that as well. Hollywood Chamber of Commerce probably appreciates that too as well. (laughs) Totally. What was really funny is when we're on the ground taking pictures and scrubbing it, you wouldn't believe how many people were like taking videos of us, taking pictures of us. (laughs) They're like, what are you doing? And we told them, we're like, we're cleaning Al Star. This was a star fully funded by Al's fans and people were really interested about it. And they were really interested to see two grown men on the ground scrubbing (laughs) the sidewalk. Hey, it's your lame claim to fame. (laughs) That's right. And I heard one person walk by. They're like, weird Al. Yeah. I can't even see what that other word is. (laughs) (laughs) So we were doing a, you know, people might have just been walking by not paying attention, but with Kenneth and I on our hands and knees, (laughs) blocking traffic (laughs) blocking traffic traffic, tripping people yeah it was (laughs) it was great no it was it was so much fun and we got some really fun fun pictures and i actually recorded another video with it and i think there is some some behind the scenes footage of us actually scraping and cleaning it so i'll get those over to frank so they can be posted on our social media pages oh that's awesome all right so while you were down there i need to know were there any pickaxe marks on the star? I did not see any pickaxe marks on Al's star, thankfully, um, unless someone used a bubblegum pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> that, then then, then that, that might explain why it was so hard to get off. <laughs> so you think people are just going around sticking bubblegum on the stars? 
I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Is it like Bubblegum Alley? Like it's going to be the new Bubblegum Alley over the Hollywood Boulevard? <laughs> Man, I hope not because that was really gross getting that off. <laughs> All right. So everyone out there, when you go visit Alstar, do not chew bubblegum while you're anywhere near Alstar. Don't go anywhere with spray paint near Alstar either. But yeah. <laughs> Or we will cane your bottom <laughs> with Stanley's mop. <laughs> There's one more question I need to know. Yeah, I know. I know what the next question is. Go ahead. Is the Hooters still there? It sure is, Dave. We spent more time at Hooters than we did at the start. No, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is helpful because I was I was getting confused and and I was like, which side of the street is it on? I was I I didn't have like a map out. I didn't know where we were. Uh, and then I saw the Hooters and I was like, this way. <laughs> Wait, so it's across the street, literally across the street from the most famous icon in the world, the Chinese theater. And you had to find it by looking for the Hooters. Well, that's the only thing I knew to look for, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So we did that. And then, you know, those red stairs, they go down like in the Oscars. You always see them on TV. So Kenneth yes. and I decided to go to those stairs with our Stanley Spadowski mops. And we got some <laughs> pictures cleaning those as well. <laughs> and we certainly got some more bizarre stairs from that one. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, that's amazing. I'm so glad you got to go there. And I'm so glad Kenneth finally got to see the star. I know. I was thrilled. And I know UH Jeff was bummed. He wasn't able to go to the star with us. But we had so much fun, you know, talking Al stories, talking about our collections and so much stuff. It was a total blast. So the next day on Friday, that was when the gallery was opening. And I had messaged you and a couple of our other super fan friends a couple weeks ago, jokingly saying, hey guys, just so you know, I'm going to be camping out the night before so I get a good place in line at the gallery. And Dave, I, I think you would know that that was a complete joke, right? <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't put it past you to go <laughs> go there a day early just to just to camp out just so you can be first in line that's true you know me well enough though to know that in that particular case i was joking <laughs> actually there was a guy that was hanging out all night to be first in line at weird al star ceremony really yeah his name is jackson i met him and actually because we went there the night before to kind of check it out while well, it was still all covered up yeah. Vicky and I were over there, and Jackie and a, a couple other fans were over there. And I think Jeff McClellan was there as well. And we were all hanging out there, and we see this guy just sitting down right next to the star. And we're like, <laughs> he's like, like, who are you? And he's like, well, my name's Jackson. And we're like, are you here for the star ceremony? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, I want to be first in line. So we're like, oh, no way. That is so awesome. I took a picture with him. And he was planning to camp out there overnight, the entire night, to be first in line. It was probably about midnight or so when we saw him. Wow. So you know how we had those VIP passes for everybody who was a contributor? Yeah, of course. I figured that I could pull some strings and get Jackson onto the list so he wouldn't have to wait there all night. <laughs> so he really appreciated that. He got to get into the VIP section a little bit early. And he did tell me later that he did camp out for most of the night 
He did go home to take a shower about like three in the morning or so, but he was there for the experience as well. So (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't put me past the fact to see Weird Al fans camping out on a sidewalk all night just to be first in line, (laughs) especially in Hollywood. I'm really glad he went and showered because if he was standing (laughs) next to me, that would have been uh, like when I rode that bus that one time. Anyway, (laughs) no. So as you know, Dave, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to camp out overnight. Although, you know, you wouldn't put it past me. But our friend Javier, when I said that, he texted me and he's like, are you really going to camp out? I'll do it with you. And I was like, Javier, no, I'm not really going to do it. So the gallery was set to open at 7 p.m. Javier flew to California from Seattle and he got there at 1 p.m. in the afternoon, six hours early. (laughs) He was waiting in line for six hours? He was the only guy there. (laughs) He's texting me and and like, it never rains in Los Angeles, but of all days to rain, it was raining while he's standing outside by himself. (laughs) I felt so bad because Kenneth and I weren't going to be there until a little after five. I said to Javier, I said, I really don't think anyone's going to be there (laughs) until at least like five, five thirty. And he's like, I don't mind. I'm going to wait. It's fine. So Kenneth and I, we get there five, five thirty and he's the only guy there. (laughs) But then five thirty on the dot, some people started to show up. So if he had just listened to me, he would have still been first in line. (laughs) He didn't have to wait outside in the rain, (laughs) in the cold. He said he was so cold. He left the line to go to a local store to buy a sweatshirt. (laughs) I felt so bad. As soon as we got there, I was like, Please, I will camp out for you, get some food, go to the bathroom, get some water. And so he went to Subway right down the street. It was funny. So it was a lot of fun hanging out with him. And and there, you know, as time passed, more and more people kind of added to the line. By the time it was seven o'clock, the line was around the block. It was huge. So people definitely were coming out to support and they definitely thought to come early. And it's right right in Melrose. And... We were just getting so excited. We saw like, you know, artists showing up last minute and them hanging up like stuff. And we couldn't really see in to see what was going on. But we could tell there were a lot of pieces because last time when there was Al stuff at Gallery 1988, it was part of another series. And there was only like 10 to 20 Weird Al pieces. So that's kind of what I was expecting again this time. But I was completely wrong because we looked in and we could see Al stuff just lining the walls. So and it's, it's kind of narrow. I mean, it's not a, a huge place, but how Gallery 1988 set up is there's two like main rooms and one whole half of the gallery, one entire room was all Al. The other one was a separate exhibit all about video games. And so I didn't see anyone waiting in line for the video game opening. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Not, that. not that the stuff wasn't cool, but video games don't have anything on Al. Uh, everyone's so Al and the Al. video games were opening at the same time, at the same evening? Yep, yep. Same evening, same <laughs> place. Uh, different rooms, but they were connected by a doorway. What was really exciting is I was able to get in touch with one of the artists before the show. Her name's Christy Edgar, and she has amazing stuff. And it really caught my eye when I saw the previews of her stuff. What she does is she cuts out teeny tiny like i'm saying like just like a a nanometer above microscopic these teeny tiny they're not that small (laughs) but these teeny tiny she cuts out by hand and glues them in place these little 
uh, images and she does them for all these pop culture things but she did a whole series of weird al over the years so there's like dare to be stupid al there's tacky al there's fat al there's amish al there's nirvana al it is so cool so she did a series of nine of them and i got in touch with her online to tell her how cool it was and we started talking and i helped convince her to fly out for the gallery because her art was in the exhibit so she came all the way from houston and brought her right in the line with us and it was she was so excited she's been a huge al fan her whole life so she was like so excited she's hoping she'd get to meet him and she just loved you know the whole experience so that was really cool getting to talk to her learn about her art and what's really cool is she even had some art shown on bob's burgers they did a fan art episode oh, cool where hundreds and thousands of people submitted art to be in the show and they only selected like 30 people and she was one of those people so she's got some really cool stuff and if you want to check her out online she's on instagram it's at from pen to paper studio christy edgar she has amazing stuff you can see all of her weird al stuff on there and all of her other cool pop culture stuff there's baby yoda stuff everything dave everything <laughs> that you would ever imagine <laughs> oh i'm gonna totally check that out she sounds amazing i'm yeah. so sad i didn't get to meet her i know it was so cool so so she was really cool and uh, she was really happy to to know someone else there because she was showing up from Houston by herself. <laughs> so it was it was really uh, so much fun. So finally, finally, it's time for the the doors to open. And it was kind of like it was in jail because there were like these bars. So they had to come out and like <laughs> lift up these bars and they opened the door and they're like, only the first 20 people are going to get in. And so it, the first person in line obviously was Javier. <laughs> <laughs> then Kenneth, then me, and as soon as the doors open, like we didn't even have a chance to really even look at anything. We're all sprinting to the end of the room so we could go to the register and buy stuff. And so Javier, <laughs> I don't even know how he knew what stuff, but he's in there and he's like zooming, zooming, getting stuff. And then uh, you know, finally, once his turn's over, then Kenneth's getting cool stuff, and then it's my turn. And Dave, I knew that you would want all the same stuff that I would want. So I had to go through, like, there was a hundred things, and I had to be like, two of these, two of these, two of these. <laughs> the guy was getting, like, so annoyed with me, and the line just kept getting longer and longer. And we're just going through, I'm like, two of these, two of these. <laughs> it was so crazy. So once I finally, like, got through everything, I got to enjoy and actually look at the art. And, Dave, it was incredible. I know you've seen the pictures by now, but... Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen those pictures that we put up on patreon.com slash t thousand inch those are amazing just looking at them now and browsing through them and there's just so many questions i have to ask you about these these beautiful beautiful pieces of art it was just yeah i mean there were so many different types of art too it was just completely across the board i mean it was everything from pencil sketches to watercolor to screen prints to someone made a plate a weird owl plate dave <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. And, of course, they have prints of some of the art, but a lot of them, right. they're selling the actual art. So you can actually buy what is on the wall, which is so cool. Oh, and cool. Yeah. And so, I mean, Javier and, and Kenneth, they, they grabbed a lot of really cool ones. What was so amazing is how inexpensive everything was. I wasn't ready to plop down some of the prices, but I would say most of the original art was between 100 and $400, which, I mean the quality of the stuff that was there 
was amazing. That was such an amazing price. I think the most expensive thing was $1,200. And that was this really right. intricate sculpture of a billboard for Spatula City. But it's this 3D model. Yeah, I want to ask you about that because that I see the picture of that and that is really cool. It is so it's cool. It's like this 3D piece. It's got the Spatula City on it. It's got like a giant spatula coming out of the earth. It is really cool looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was amazing about that is, you know, it says it's a big sign. Do not touch. You know, you, it looks super fragile, right. but you couldn't really see a lot of it. And as the night went on, the actual artist was there and he started to rotate it for people uh... so you could see the other stuff. So I have even more pictures that I will show you, Dave, of the back and the sides. And what uh... was so cool is the artist even let me hold it myself which was just amazing. you got to see this picture. I'll have to post this on our social media, or maybe I'll put it on our Facebook page. The right. smile of my on my face when I'm holding this piece <laughs> of art, I didn't smile that big for when I had got a picture with Al. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I met Al. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk more about this artwork because this stuff is amazing. The guy's name was Sergio Jarigui. I don't know how to say that. J A U R. E-G-U-I, and that dude was really cool. So I got to ask him a little bit about it, and of course I got to hold it. It was so funny because I was just kind of like, I was like, can I, can I get a picture of you with it? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> he, you know, he was like, he was really excited, and uh, obviously I was really excited. And I was like, can I get a picture of it? And he's like, yeah. So he like, he blows it, and I was like, can I get a picture of you with it? With it turned around? He's like, yeah, sure. So we take a picture, and then he's like, do you want to hold it? And I was like, yeah! Uh... <laughs> You got to see the look on my face, Dave. I can't wait for you to see this picture. But, okay, so you turn it around, and he hid so many little details in it. Some of them I can't even say. One, it said F Channel 8. <laughs> like, spray painted. It's this miniature thing, but it, it looks like graffiti spray paint. There was the Uncle Nutsy's Funhouse, like the yellow oh, cool. door. like But little teeny tiny, like behind the billboard. There was just, like graffiti it like so many things like i can't even see them all i'm looking at my pictures right now just so much thought and detail you wouldn't believe it I and mean, that is one cool piece that is like a piece that i would be proud to display in my collection for sure absolutely let's talk about some of these other pieces that are here i mean i'm flipping through and i want to ask you about so many of them but there is one that i do want to ask you about if you remember it actually looks like a cover of a comic book. There's two of them that come to mind. Which one are you talking about? And the one I'm talking about says UHF comic group, and it's got Weird Al, and it's got all of Weird Al's different personalities. Yes. From Uncle Nutsy to Amish Paradise to Cheese Sandwiches on there. Yes. Milo's on there. <laughs> it's just, it's a cool looking, it's like one of those old timey, you know, comic books. And of course it's number 27. Yes, of course. No, that one was super cool. And we have prints of that, Dave. I don't know if I told oh, you, but we do have awesome. prints of that. <laughs> oh, great. Great. <laughs> Looks like the artist is Charles Thurston and it's called day of Al's past. Yes. So Dave, as you know, you kind of gave me free reign with your credit card. So <laughs> I did get you one of those, of course. And I got one for myself. You know, one thing I didn't notice until I was looking at the pictures later is one of the Al's past is Gandhi, which is not Al. 
<laughs> yeah, I did notice that. That's Jay Levy. <laughs> well, it's okay. Jay Levy's cool. Of course. Of course. No, it's it's not bad. It's just it's funny. And then of course, <laughs> Dr. Demento is also right. on there. Uh that was a cool piece. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that one. One that really stuck out to me, and I don't even really know how to describe it, but do you remember those toys? where it's like multiple blocks stacked on each other and you can rotate yes, them. Yes. So it's like, you know, different faces, different bodies and different legs. Well, someone yes. made this giant one. It was like a foot tall and it was really cool. So there was Amish L, there was white nerdy L, there was like a surgeon L. Yeah, I could see Amish L, I could see fat L, I could see like a surgeon L. Yeah. And I could see white and nerdy L. I mean... I know the piece you're talking about. I saw it in the pictures. I love that piece. That is amazing. Brilliant, brilliant. That is one that Javier snatched up immediately. That was one of the benefits of being first in line is you could get these really super cool original pieces. I knew you should have camped out there overnight. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the artist on that one is Derek Eads and it's called Weird Al Mix and Match. Yes, that one was so cool. So I sent you through those pictures of Christie's that I told you about, the cutout pieces of paper. Yes. How cool are those? So looking at them now, there's Dare to be Stupid Al, Surgeon Al, Fat Al, Amish Al, Regular Al, or I guess Current Day Al, I should say, <laughs> Nirvana Al, Jedi Al, White and Nerdy Al, and Tacky Al, and the amazing expressions that she captured on these little tiny cut out pieces of paper are just amazing yeah those are really cool those are very very cool that was another benefit of javier camping out he got all nine of them (laughs) (laughs) i again i don't blame him these are great choices so if you can find the picture one of my all-time favorite ones was a piece called You Ain't Fat by Bob Rosetto. Did you see that? Yes, I did. <laughs> that one, I love that one was too. amazing. So it's a three-panel comic, and the first one is Al with a, a hoodie on, and he's got his finger up, and he says, Back off me, man! And then the second <laughs> panel is him with his hand out, You ain't fat! You ain't nothing! And then the last <laughs> one is Al making his, his face from the music video, Fat, right. and it just says, Defiantly Awkward Stare. And I <laughs> laughed so hard about that. I was obsessed with that. And there's another one that Javier picked up. For oh first in line. He was just, you know, ripping through all the good ones uh, <laughs> right off the bat. So that was cool. Another one that was just unbelievable to me is there was one in 3D. And it was called oh. Weird Al in 3D for reals. That one was by Brad Albright. And they had a little box of 3D glasses, like, <laughs> taped to the wall so you could look at it in 3D. Dave, it was amazing. It was actually in 3D when you put on the glasses? Legit in 3D. It was mind-blowing. I mean, I know the technology has been around for a long time, <laughs> but seeing a Weird Al art piece that cool in actual 3D it just completely blew my mind. Dave, I got us one. All right. That's awesome. I know. It's so cool. I can't wait for you to see it in person. And I wonder if if you look at the picture online, if you have those red and blue 3D glasses, I bet it would still work. I think that's how the technology works. I have those promo glasses from UHF. You think those will work? They might. You should try it. <laughs> They're not 3D glasses. But... Well, no, but you can try. <laughs> 
All right. So, I mean, there are so many of these I want to ask you about. What is this one that it looks like a samurai? Oh, man, that one was so insanely cool. So when I was going through, I was uh, like I said, Dave, I was third in line. I was going through and I was just saying two of each to every print. And then that one came right. up and it was a little bit more expensive than the other one. So I didn't want to just buy one for you and one for me without knowing what it was. So I passed on. I was like, oh, I'll come back for that one. And I almost missed out on it, Dave. But spoiler alert, we have it. Don't worry. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> for our, our collections, it was limited to only four pieces. Oh, no way. And it was so freaking cool. So like I said, I didn't even see anything before I ran back there. I just ran back and I was just trying to grab everything before they got snatched up. And that piece is really, really amazing. So it's done in a very traditional Japanese art style. Right. And it has Al dressed as a samurai playing accordion. There are sh smashed and shattered accordions all over the place. <laughs> yep. There's like this devil guy behind him. And there's even a whole bunch of Japanese characters on the piece. And I don't know about you, Dave. I can't read Japanese. Uh, <laughs> but I just thought they looked cool. You know how people get those like weird Japanese symbol tattoos and they'll be like, oh, yes, it, yes. it means hope. It means love. But then they get it translated and it means like chicken wing or something <laughs> right, chicken chow mein <laughs> yeah <laughs> special number five yeah so i mean very easily this would still be a great art piece even if it meant chicken chow mein but <laughs> once i was got the piece and i i got back later that night we saw that there was actually a translation on the back and they tell you what they oh. mean so one of them means polka warrior how cool is that <laughs> nice one of them means accordion samurai Oh, perfect. One means rhyming Ronin. <laughs> one means parody. And the last one means satire. How cool is that? Oh, wow. That the artist put that much attention to detail into yeah. that is is amazing. I mean, I love this one. I'm so glad that you went back and got this one for us. Yes, I am so glad that we got that for our collections. It is definitely going on my wall. That one is just so insanely cool. There is another one that I want to talk about, and this one is really cool. It's an accordion, and it's got Al and Dr. Demento and Stanley Spadowski and Prince and Michael Jackson on it, Nirvana cover. It's really cool. What do you know about this one? That one is so, so cool, Dave. It's one of my all-time favorites from the exhibit and really one of my all-time favorite art pieces that I've seen that's Al-related. It is so insanely cool. It's limited only to seven and yes, Dave, oh. we each have one. All right. All right. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> so the artist is Xander Lee, and it's called After Al That, There's No Escape from the Music. <laughs> and it is, it, it's so cool. So there's so many different elements and layers in this. Overall, it is an outstretched accordion. And in the bellows, in the folds of the accordion, is yeah. this scene of Al, Dr. Demento, Stanley Swarovski, and Prince in a record store and it is so cool so in the background you can see like amish l you can see conan l you yeah. can see like everybody that he parodied or has done some kind of style parody of is in there crash test dummies diva the more i look at it the more i see there's even a harvey in harvey's there. in there there's madonna 
it's just like everybody that he's parodied or done some kind of style parody of is in there. It's really cool. Like the more you look at it, the more you see. Yeah, it is just one of those. And I love that Prince is in there giving Al a dirty look. <laughs> like that is my favorite part, Dave. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, there are so many elements to that. I totally, totally love that one. And of course, there's a hidden 27 and, you know. <laughs> I haven't even seen the 27 yet. Yeah. I, I got to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> it is so cool. So people got to definitely check that one out um, if they haven't seen it yet. Oh, my God. There's me, myself, and I in there. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love this one. I'm so glad that you picked this one up for us. This is now, like, one of my favorites also. Yeah. It is just so – there's so much in there. So there's one that I really didn't notice until I got home and I was looking at the photos. And it is – a piece that if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't know that it's Al related. And that yeah. is what I totally love about it. And this is one, it's called Just Eat It. It's by Megan Majewski. And it is acrylic paint on wood in this beautiful frame. And it's it's just, it's very, I guess, demure is how I would say. It's this very yeah. like antique looking frame. And there's this, you know, just Al's classic accordion. And then just a spread of food. There is waffles and bologna and rocky road ice cream and oreos and spam and grapefruit and lasagna and there's a hawaiian shirt and there's a bucket of spuds it is just <laughs> the number of food related things in there that are out related from across the, the generations of al songs is just so perfect i, I really don't think if you're not a, a, a fan of weird al and you don't know about you know waffle king and lasagna and spam and the grapefruit diet like you might not know that this is an Al reference. So that one was one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, that one is really, really cool. I like that one a lot. I just, like you said, this could be hanging up in, like, anyone's house. And, <laughs> like, no one would be like, oh, a weird Al picture right. in your house, really? It could be like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. This is nice artwork. It's an accordion and a bunch of, you know, food. But it, the subject is a little bit weird, I guess, if you're not a weird Al fan. But... It is a really, like you said, it could be hanging up in anyone's house, and it's real beautiful artwork. I mean, the the Bologna and the Spam logos kind of, <laughs> kind of <laughs> give it away, but still, it is, yeah, it is, that was a really cool one. There are some really cool looking lunch boxes here and you know how much we obsess over lunch boxes <laughs> of course <laughs> we were at the strings attached tour we were constantly looking at the lunch boxes picking up both variations <laughs> the silver one and the black one and there are three lunch boxes that i see here what can you tell me about these lunch boxes what i can tell you is there are three there and there were literally just the three so the three <laughs> lunch boxes were all there were and by the time it was my turn, they were gone. So between Javier and Kenneth, they got all three. And luckily, they also had a set of postcards that had the same designs on them. And they were so cool because they were the only ones that featured other band members. So I was going to say, they, I haven't seen anybody in the band on anything except for this artwork. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to see more of the band represented but I understand that when you're doing a Weird Al art piece, some of the artists may not even be super familiar with the band. They may not know the history of the band. But what I really loved about these pieces was they really went in there. So the first one 
uh, white and nerdy. It has yeah. Al on the Segway. And of course, it has Steve and Jim on his sides dressed as nerds. Then the second one is Dare And to... they're on the correct side, too. So this is really a fan. <laughs> yes, that's so true. <laughs> so then the next one is Dare to be Stupid. And it, of course, has Al in the center. And then it has Bermuda on really weird looking Dare to be Stupid-esque <laughs> drums. And, and then, of course, it does have Jim and Steve on their correct sides. And then the band is even represented in the, the third and final one, Amish Paradise, has Al in the center. And then to Al's left, our right, is, of course, Florence Henderson. And yep. to Al's right, our left, is a goat. So they really <laughs> <laughs> represented everyone in that one, That too. goat doesn't love you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Those are cool. Yeah, no, that's actually really cool. I especially loved when the goat came out during the Strings Attached tour. <laughs> that was always my favorite part of the night. The goat solo was by far my favorite part of that tour. Totally. <laughs> and Florence Henderson waving her arms during the first, second, and third verses. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So, Dave, one of my favorites and one that you totally couldn't miss because it was huge is this one where it is a hand with red nail polish squirting cheese whiz on a Twinkie Wiener sandwich. And it's done in this really cool style with like dots and right. It just like you couldn't open your eyes in that room without immediately looking at that one. because It was so big and it was so prominent and it was so crazy because before the show even happened, like a week before that one was posted online somewhere and I just right. Im immediately made it my phone background cover because I loved it so much. <laughs> so I'm there and I'm with UH Jeff and he's like, hey, you see that one? My friend did that. I was like, what? So I was oh. like, you got to introduce me to your friend. So the guy's name is Dan Litzinger and the piece is called Twinkie Wiener Sandwich. And I got to meet him and I was complimenting him and he's like, oh, thank you. And I was like, you want to see how much I love it? And he's like yeah and i showed him my phone how it was my background and he's like oh my god i need a picture of that so he took a picture of me holding up my phone with his art as my background so i could tell he was he was really complimented by by me doing that oh, that's cool that's really cool i like that one and of course you know the fact that this is the first year ever I had a Twinkie Wiener sandwich that is <laughs> very <laughs> appropriate that that one was <laughs> yes your favorite. Well, well, that one certainly would not have fit in my carry-on because it was so huge. <laughs> but I am begging him to make prints, so I really hope he does so I can hang that on my wall. Because it is acrylic on birch, and it's huge, and I'm sure it's heavy. So I saw in the pictures that you were wearing your Weird Al star pin that you created that is available at weirdalpins.com. And I also saw that there were two enamel pins there. Please tell me you picked those up. Oh, absolutely, Dave. I got those pins. And they are by Miranda Dressler. If you remember the Weird Owl pin, she's yes. the one who did that one. So she did one where it's the normal white and nerdy logo. Super cool. And then this other one completely blew me away. It was a wheel of fish, but that's not all. It spins. So you can, oh my God. it's a pin <laughs> that spins and it has all the fish on it. It is so freaking cool. Everyone I saw that night who had one was just walking around spinning it like a fidget spinner. <laughs> it was just so funny. <laughs> so of course, Dave, we have those. Don't you dare worry. 
Oh, he's got a red snapper on it, too. I love it. Of course, of course. (laughs) Very tasty. (laughs) I want to talk a little bit more about Florence Henderson. There are two pieces here. One of them actually has Florence Henderson on them, and another one is in Amish Paradise, one I want to talk about. I just want to briefly touch how much I love this Amish Paradise print with Florence Henderson. It says, tonight we're going to party like it's 1699. (laughs) It's just... It is really cool. It's like done up with like one of those um, old movie posters. I think it even says like in color in the corner. So it's like really cool. It's just a great piece. It kind of reminds me of those like pulp covers. Right, right. You know, it's really pulp fiction type of thing. Yep. Yeah. And it is super cool. And so that one is by Matthew Lineham. It's called Amish Paradise Print. Uh, very original name. Uh, <laughs> and that one was just so cool. I mean, what's crazy is Florence Henderson is almost bigger than Alice in this one. But you get a couple different Alice. You get, you know, of course, Arms yeah. Crossed Al. You get Al on a horse. You get P- Churning Butter Al. And you got Al with his sickle. So it is so great. That one I love. Now, this next one is probably got to be the most controversial one that is there. <laughs> it certainly was. And so I will tell you, we could see that one when we were waiting outside. So we spent a lot of time talking about it and we were kind of going back and forth on it. Like, yeah, it's cool, but it's sort of a little bit crossing the line as far as like what's appropriate in the Al universe. So we were kind of going back and forth on it, but it is of course, Amish Al double flipping you off. <laughs> <laughs> and Amish with a tood, you know, that's not really <laughs> But it's so cool. It's such a vibrant colored piece. And underneath flipping off Al is a barn falling on Al. Al. <laughs> um, and it's a sunset. And it's just so cool. One thing that we thought was it would have been really cool if the fingers were blurred out. Like that would have been right, kind of, right. that kind of would have been funny. But in the end, I decided that one was just too cool. Uh, so, of course, we have that one, Dave. And I did hear from the gallery owner that Al specifically said he loved that one. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one because what happened is, of course, when you sent these pictures to Frank to get posted on our Patreon page, he forwarded this one to me. And I was like, you tell Ethan, make sure he picks it up because that when I saw that. I absolutely loved it. It is off brand. I totally agree. (laughs) But I was like, Frank, you better tell Ethan to pick up that one for me because I don't know if Ethan's going to get it because it is off brand, but I definitely want that. I love it. I have a great story about an Amish person who actually flipped me off in (laughs) Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So this one just hit way too close to home for me. And it's amazing. The artwork on it is great. It looks like just like Al. It really it's so cool. Well, how unheard of is an Amish with a toot if you yourself <laughs> have been flipped off by an Amish? <laughs> it is true. It is true. I was actually flipped off by an Amish guy. <laughs> what did you do to get flipped off by an Amish guy? <laughs> All right. So this was actually we went to a concert in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and we stop at this place when we go out there called Good and Plenty. And it's this great family style restaurant right there in Lancaster, like not that far from the theater where Al plays. And we got there and we were doing some uh, video shoots for uh, Yanko Chick News Network. And I was doing a little interview with a couple people. And as we were going by there, of course, you're in the heart of 
Amish paradise, Amish country right there, <laughs> Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It doesn't get any more Amish than that. You know, there are, of course, cars driving by, but there are also a lot of um, Amish people driving by with their horses and buggies. Now, I did not know this at the time, but Amish people do not like their pictures taken and especially do not like videos of themselves being made. <laughs> so I see one coming. I said, oh, this will be great for Yanko Chick News Network as kind of a setup shot. And I take video of this buggy coming down the street. And as the guy gets closer, he looks out his window, he turns, and he flips me off. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's not very Amish. Please tell me you got that on video. <laughs> I got that on video. And what happened was I said, why did he do that? Jackie and I did a little research, and we found out that, yes, Amish people are highly offended if you take their picture or do a video. So that video has never seen the light of day out of respect for the Amish. But it does make a great story, and it does fit perfectly with this print and – that is why I'm so glad that Frank told you to buy this print for me because <laughs> this is probably one of my absolute favorite ones. Yes, it's off-brand, but I'm glad Al likes it too because I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I saw it. I was like, I need that immediately. All right. So there is one last piece that is definitely my absolute favorite piece that I've seen, and it does not have Al in it at all, it is by Ed Miraniak. And it is just called Harvey, and it is this needle felt wool of Harvey from the Weird Al show, from the Fat Man cartoon. It is so cool, Dave. That one, I mean, it's it's a good size. It's maybe like four inches tall. And right. it is just so cute and cuddly, and it's a little hamster. He's got the little H, his little fingers, and his little feet. That one was really cool. It is so adorable. It is absolutely Probably, you know, uh, of all the pieces that do not have Alan, it is by far definitely my favorite piece. And it may even be in the top two or three all-time favorite pieces that I've seen it of these pictures you've shown me so far. I love that. I love that little Harvey. <laughs> He's a cute little guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really cool, actually, because... Not only was this art gallery, like you said, it was focused mainly on Al, but you did get a lot of other little aspects of Al in there. You did get a couple pieces like that art piece where it was just the accordion and the food where Al wasn't actually in it himself. I see another one where it looks like some kind of needle craft uh, just says polka face. <laughs> and there's another one that looks like some kind of ransom note, you know, <laughs> so these all did not necessarily contain Al. There's even one of Emo Phillips cutting off his finger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they so they were not all Al themselves, but they were all Al inspired. And I really like that the artists did go out of their way to do a lot of these ones that were not necessarily just pictures of Al. But to an Al fan, instantly recognizable as an Al piece. Totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, Dave, we've talked about the art, but I didn't even tell you what happened. Oh, there's more? <laughs> there's more. So, there was this guy there. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He was born in Linwood. Well, he was born in Downey. He grew up in Linwood. <laughs> and his name is Alfred Matthew Yankovic. And he himself was there. Wow. How cool. Is he like the mayor of Linwood? Pretty much. So, he, okay. so he shows up not too long after doors open 
and immediately people just start lining up and they just go over and they start paying their respects. They start getting pictures with Al. I don't even know if he got to see any of the art because (laughs) he was there for over two hours taking pictures with people the entire time. And I was so glad to get in line. I got to see him and he was actually chatting with Kenneth, who was a few people ahead of me. And Al says to Kenneth, Hey, thank you so much for cleaning the star. And he's like, where's Ethan? And then he sees me. He's like, Ethan, come over here. So I go over and, and he's thanking us. And he said he, he was going to bed and he saw that video of Kenneth and I cleaning the star and he just couldn't stop laughing. And, and he thanked us for it. And Aww. we got some really cool pictures with Al. We Kenneth had this awesome fisheye lens for his cell phone. So we got a picture of us together with a fisheye lens. It's like, it's very dare to be stupid s <laughs> you know it's super cool and then uh then i got a solo one with al and then jeff knew sarah ran over and we got a picture of al me kenneth and uh jeff all together it was just it was so cool and al was just so so happy that we cleaned the star and that we all made it out for the show uh i could tell he was really touched it was it was so cool and he just though the whole night was mobbed by people and it was really a who's who of Weird Al fans. So I'll talk about the fans in a second. Let me tell you who else we saw there. You won't believe this. All three Al's gals were there. No way. All three of them? All three. So Lisa Popeil was there. She actually took my picture with Al with her phone because she just got the <laughs> brand new uh, the brand new iPhone 11 or whatever the heck it was. Oh, cool. And she was like, you won't believe how great my camera is on this phone. She's like... I'll use my phone. So she took the picture and oh my God, Dave, it looks so cool. I can't wait for you to see all these pictures, not of just the art. So I sent you all the art pictures, but I have so many more pictures from that night. So of course I got to see Lisa Popeil. I got to see Scotty Haskell. I met her husband who was super nice. And then Monique showed up at one point and it was so cool to see her. But by the time she was there, Lisa had left. So I got a picture with Monique and Scotty. And it was so cool. I even saw little Al. Uh, Monique had little <laughs> Al. And she had another little Al. So I don't know if that's little Al the second or, or what it is. But the little Al saga will continue. So that was so cool. Then, of course, Suzanne and Nina, Al's wife and daughter, were there. And they were oh, there cool. with Al's makeup and hair artist, Sean, who I oh, had cool. never met before. And I only very briefly said hi to him. But he was really cool to see and he actually got if you remember the piece that they were kind of using to promote the al show where it's like three of al's faces like kind of merged into one well al's hair guy sean got that piece (laughs) because he saw it and he's like they captured al's hair so perfectly so he was honored to have that one so he got that one (laughs) which is so perfect so that was so cool getting to meet all of them so then I saw Daniel Kaka from the Weird Alphabet podcast, those guys that we know. So that was really cool. Of course, um, I mentioned Javier and Kenneth were there. Also, Kenneth's yeah. daughter, Carolyn, was there, which was so cool. I got to meet our listener, Scott Sorensen, who I I probably met at the star ceremony, but I didn't really know him back then. Right. Uh, Adriana Yugovich was there. Uh, Hawk and Sundry I got to meet. I got to see Helen Ketchum. I got to see John Katz. And I got to see Alexis Corgan. So a bunch of these super Weird Al fans who a lot of us know were there. It was really cool seeing that. And I know there were other people there who I didn't know or didn't even get to talk to. 
Well, I also wanted to mention, I did get to meet a bunch of the artists. I don't have them all written down, but a lot of the artists were there and kind of mingling, and it was really cool to talk to them. So I got to see Christy Edgar, of course, the one who did the, the cutout yep. pieces. So that was really cool talking to her and hearing about you know some of her other plans. She's hinting maybe there was some more Al stuff to come in the future. Ooh. And it was just such an amazing night, Dave. I really wish you could have been there. Yeah, I wish I could have been there, too. I could probably talk to you for hours about this artwork, and maybe we will at some point, but definitely go over to patreon.com slash 2000inch and check out these pictures. They are great. You're going to be jealous that you were not there as well. Yeah, it was so cool. And I even showed up in a couple of the artist's tweets and stuff. So remember that accordion piece we were talking about where it's Al and Demento and Prince? Oh, sure. How can I forget that piece? That piece is amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. So I was like so inspired by that piece. I messaged the artist, Xander Lee, and I just told him how much I loved it and that I was so lucky to get two of the seven. One for you, one for me, of course, Dave. Right. Good job. <laughs> and so he then he sent out a tweet and he said, holy forkin shirt balls. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote after all that, my Alfred Yankovic artwork sold out. Thank you so much to those who picked it up looking at you at 2000 inch and gallery nice. 1988 for allowing me to be in the show. It was so funny that he called us out for <laughs> buying up two out of seven of his pieces, <laughs> but those went fast. Those were really cool. Um, and then, Another artist um, tweeted out a picture of me looking at their artwork. So I don't know if they were stalking me or what, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, Eliza Wykey draws things on Instagram. She tweeted out a photo and said, "This fellow from Two Thousand Inch Podcast has great taste in art." And it's me admiring her uh, biggest ball of twine artwork, that uh, square oh, yellow it. one. Yeah, so that was really funny. So Dave, I really wish you could have been there. You were definitely missed, but we who were there just had a complete blast. It was so much fun. Yeah, I definitely wish I could have been there. It sounds like you guys had an amazing time. I'm so upset I missed it, but thank you so much for sharing your pictures and sharing your story. Of it, course. And I, I just can't wait for everything to come in the mail. I'm still waiting for it. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get it. All right. So did you do anything else out there besides, of course, clean the star and see the Weird Al art show at Gallery 1988? Well, Dave, you know that I went to see Jim Kimo West's special holiday slack key show. And I got to tell you, it was amazing. I was completely blown away. And UH Jeff was there with me and he was blown away. It was just such an amazing show. So it was at the coffee gallery and we were just expecting, you know, we knew that there was going to be hula. We knew that there was right. going to be, you know, some Christmas Hawaiian slack key music we were totally surprised. Ken Emerson was there. Jim had recorded that album, Slackers in Paradise, with Ken Emerson. And he happened to be in town, so he showed up. He played steel guitar on a bunch of the songs. Uh, Jim's wife, Diana, was there, and she did some singing on some of the songs. And there was not one, not two, not three, not four, but five <laughs> total hula dancers dancing during some of the songs it was no so <laughs> cool like i like one song there was just one hula dancer or one song it was just you know jim's wife diane doing some hula dancing but there were a few songs where there were five different hula dancers so wow. seven people on stage 
it was amazing. It was just this really cool, very intimate room, and it was all sold out, and it was just so great. And it was really funny because Jim's wife sang this song where it was kind of um, a version of the 12 Days of Christmas that they wrote. It was like the Hawaiian 12 Days of Christmas, and they kind of gave us some Hawaiian translations before the song so you could get it. And right. So she's like, Howie is like a white dude <laughs> in Hawaii. So it's kind of like gringo, like in Mexico, like, right. you know, someone who doesn't really belong, but is like kind of trying to fit in. So <laughs> the best thing is the, the first day of Christmas was um, a Howie guy playing slack key. <laughs> so <laughs> she kind of, she kept making fun of Jim, you know, all, all, uh, all in good fun. And he was laughing and the whole place was cracking up. It was so much fun. Um, it was so much fun getting to hear that song and all the other ones. And, you know, some of them were just instrumental. Some of them were sung in Hawaiian and I had never seen a show like it. It just blew me away. If anyone has a chance to see Kimo perform with Hula and with Ken Emerson and his wife, Diana, you got to do it. It was amazing. So much fun. And then there was this like, they said, you know, at the traditionally at the end of a Hawaiian music show, there's like this special song that everyone sings and like everyone stand stood up and we had to hold hands and it was it was really cool. And then the show was over, but people like wouldn't let him leave. Like they literally like demanded an encore. So he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so they did an encore and it was like a 10 minute song and it was hilarious. It was so it was so awesome. So um, again, Dave, I wish you could have been there. Uh, Jeff and I had such a great time. Yeah, that sounds absolutely cool. I, again, am upset that I missed it, but I'm happy for you and Jeff, and it sounds great, and I would love to love to see Ken Emerson and five hula dancers one time performing with <laughs> Kimo, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, it was so great. And we also saw a couple Weird Al superfans there. Again, we saw Helen Ketchum, and okay. for the first time, I got to meet peggy phillips so it was really cool oh, to get right. to meet her and it was just it was so much fun and then sadly dave i had to come back to new york and i had to go back to my real life <laughs> <laughs> you packed in so much our goodness into one weekend i don't know how you did it i want to thank you so much for sharing your stories with me and with our listeners that was so cool next time Please make sure that you make sure that I come. <laughs> I'll kidnap you next time, Dave. Don't worry. <laughs> or I'll, well, I'll have Frank, our intern, kidnap you. <laughs> Can't get my hands dirty. <laughs> hey, Dave and Ethan. It's Kenneth from Washington. You know, the gallery opening was absolutely mind-blowing. I could not believe how many people showed up. It was an endless flow of people coming in, shoulder to shoulder, bursting the walls out, people waiting outside all the way around the building for hours on end. It was incredible. Well, out of all of the artwork that was there, a lot of them I loved, one of my favorite was the Samurai Al. And I thought, it's time to do Translate the message. So to the left of Al's head is two Japanese lettering. The white banner next to Al's head says, Accordion! 
Samurai. The darker banner to the left of Al's head says, Boca Warrior. That is just an amazing piece of artwork, as everything there is an amazing piece of artwork. So other than that, I do want to say, Ethan, had a great time with you, especially cleaning Al's star. A lot of fun going around the 99-cent store looking for the mops. Thank you for finding the tape, all three colors, so we can make the mops just like Stanley. And then going out to Hollywood Boulevard and having all those wonderful people that have paid their hard-earned money to fly to Los Angeles and look at the stars crowding around us, taking pictures, and asking questions like, Weird Al, what's the last thing say? Great time. Have a great day, take care, and keep poking on. It's almost Christmas, and I know we said we weren't going to exchange Christmas gifts this year, but I'm so excited. I couldn't contain myself. I just had to get you this gift. Oh, Dave, that's so nice. It's totally not necessary. No, really, just go on. Open it, open it. All right. Why does it say it's from our intern, Frank? Oh, that's just Frank being silly. He's always playing jokes. It's totally from me. Dave, did you steal Frank's gift to me and just say it was from you? Well, he helped wrap it, so that's probably why his name's on there. And he picked it out, and he paid for it, and it was his idea. And he doesn't know I'm giving it to you, but it's totally from me. Uh, okay. A gift certificate to Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York. This week's episode brought to you in part by vegan Mexican restaurant Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double-wrapped-in-a-quesadilla Burrito Burrito. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your Burrito Burrito. Find them at burritosquared.com and at burritosquared on Instagram. And remember, not every burrito is a Burrito Burrito Burrito, but every Burrito 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 can be Burrito Burritoed. I love it. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. We do have some important Al news to share. Today, December 18th, is the birthday of our favorite Grammy-nominated slack-key guitar player and the writer of our very own theme song, the Dave and Ethan 2000-inch Weird Al podcast theme song, only the greatest theme song in the history of podcasts. And he's one of our most favorite people, Jim Kimo West. How are you? How Kimo? <laughs> I hope you said happy birthday. I did too. <laughs> I really hope. <laughs> you know what else we're celebrating this week? Our great listeners, our friend Chris Sear, who, if you remember, Ethan, he was the one who drew us in that Hanna-Barbera-esque style a while back. Well, he upped himself this week. He sent us a holiday rendition of his artwork. It's so awesome. He put you and I in Christmas outfits, of course, and he put wreaths for the O's in our logo, and I'm holding a box of Oreos, and Dave, you're holding a tin of Spam. It is amazing. We put it on Instagram, Facebook, all on our social media. Go check it out. Yes, thank you so much, Chris. You know, I made it my Facebook profile picture. We also want to say a big thank you to Frank from the Bank Sanchez. So Dave, we interviewed him last week. And if you remember during the interview, he said he had recorded these 45s right around the same time the placebo EP was recorded and he offered to send them to us. And I got them out today and you know what arrived? Yeah, a box of Oreos and a can of Spam. 
Also, Frank sent us the 45s. They're so cool. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Yeah. So one side is the Etch-A-Sketch song and the other side left me speechless. <laughs> because it's called speechless <laughs> they are so cool frank thank you so much and he wrote us a nice little note on them these are definitely highlights of my collection you know what else we got in the mail recently a 20 volume set of encyclopedia international well yes but our friend and listener vincent anderson well he went to the Big Easy Con recently, and he saw these rack cards with Al on them, and he sent one to each of us. Whoa! Thanks, Vincent! How cool! I'll definitely make sure Frank sends you some stickers. I love this because not only does it have Al's picture on it, it also has the picture of three of my favorite WWE superstars, The New Day, Xavier Woods, Biggie and Kofi Kingston. So this is appropriate because not only can go in my Al collection, but can also go in my WWE collection. Well, just remember, one of those is for me, Dave. So <laughs> you can rip <laughs> yours in half. Now, is the Big E, is that somehow me as a wrestler? <laughs> he reminds me a lot of you, so yes. Oh, well, good. <laughs> what he does is he takes pancakes out of his singlet and he throws them out to the audience. So you would totally do that. Yeah, I do that all the time. Except with burrito burritos. <laughs> no, I just want to say again how cool that is that Vincent thought of us. Because, Dave, you and I, we collect anything and everything Weird Al. So even something like a flyer or a rack card or a newspaper mention, those are germane for our collections. And something that far away that we weren't going to, we totally would not have gotten it. So thank you so much for finding that for us. And if anyone else wants to send us stuff, Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Frank will even send you a sticker for your trouble. <laughs> also, more Big Al news. Al was on Conan last night, Tuesday, December 17th. And due to the magic of podcasting, we've already seen that episode, but we can't report on it until next week. So we'll definitely talk about that on next week's episode. And speaking of next week, no one else will have on the episode? A Christmas present for me? No, we're not exchanging gifts this year, remember? Next week is the last episode of 2019, and what an exciting Al-filled year it was. The podcast launch, the Strings Attached tour, so, so much to talk about. So you and I are going to do a special end-of-the-year wrap-up, and we'll talk all about it next week. I'm so excited to talk about Al with you because we never do that. That's next week. I can't wait. But you know, right now, you can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash 2000inch, where you can hear us talking in our longest Strings Attached Tour bonus episode to date, episode 24 centimeter. It's the first concert you and I attended together in Canada, and this one is in Vancouver, British Columbia. Be sure to check that out and subscribe over at patreon.com slash 2000inch. All of our bonus episodes are posted early, so not only can you hear that, but you can also hear all of the other fun stuff we've posted, including secret promos, secret episodes, other fun stuff, pictures, and our intern Frank says he's posting even more stuff on a regular basis, so that's where it's happening. Check out everything and support us while you're at it. We also want to remind everyone that our live interview with... Jonah Ray and UHF screening on Saturday, January 25th at Proctor's Theater in Schenectady, New York is coming up soon. For tickets and all the information, visit uhf.2000inch.com. And it's a little bit over a month away, so 
Those tickets are selling fast. You want to get them before it is too late. And this is also exciting. Ethan, you will be performing comedy with Jonah as well. That's on Thursday, January 23rd. You guys will be in North Adams, Massachusetts. And on Friday, January 24th, you will be in Glens Falls, New York. And then, I don't know how we can make this one any more convenient for our listeners, but immediately after our screening with Jonah on Saturday, January 25th, same venue and everything, Proctor's in Schenectady, New York, you will be performing with Jonah as well. Dave, I cannot wait. That is going to be such a fun weekend. You and I have got so many plans, including looking at my collection and maybe getting it organized a little bit. I don't know if we'll have enough time with all those comedy shows and live screenings going on, but I cannot wait. And of course, Dave, we want to thank all of our listeners and especially those who subscribe. If you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe. It means a lot to us and it makes sure you get those podcast episodes as soon as they go out. And if you listen this far in, you might as well subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, our website 2000inch.com, Atari 2600 cartridge, and anywhere else you can stream podcasts. The only way to make sure you get the latest episode the second it drops is if you subscribe. And we post a brand new full episode every Wednesday. Also, make sure you give us a follow at 2000inch on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, patreon.com slash 2000inch. Check out our Facebook group and also visit us at 2000inch.com. You can listen to the latest episode there and you can get information on all of our guests. And you can listen to every single back episode there, including all those bonus episodes. Remember to use the hashtag 2000inch and hashtag Gill and Chill when you post. And don't forget, you can always call us at our spatula hotline. That's 347-SPATULA. 347-772-8852. Leave us a message any time of day or night. Call in with any Weird Al news that you may know. Any observations, thoughts on the podcast, or maybe you were even at Gallery 1988 opening. Let us know. Remember, we love hearing from you, and we may even play your message on a future episode. Now, what else should we talk about, Ethan? Well, maybe we should talk about what else on That was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 33-inch. The goat solo was by far my favorite part of that tour.